and welcome to another episode of the Who's in Your Corner podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Quinn, here with Nick Polanish. Today we're in a special location. We're at uh, FC Chaos Gym with owner Sal Toner. Sal? Happy to be here, guys. Thanks for taking the time to interview me. So uh, first and foremost, before we get into it, um, what made you want to open this gym? Uh, so ever since I started boxing and started training, uh, always loved the idea of helping people reach their fitness goals, helping people learn the sport of boxing, um, played such an instrumental role in my life and molding me. Um, so that when I had the opportunity to open my first location, Toner Boxing Fitness, and then eventually grow to, to this gym, um, I hopped on it, quit my job, and took the opportunity to really build the business out of it. Um, and every day I come in excited to, to teach people the sport and, and really help them. Yeah, no, you really did a great place with, uh, you really did a great job with the place. It looks beautiful. Um, it's really cool in here. Great renovation to it. Love the TV screens, the lights above, really look amazing. Um, basically, we see you do a lot of charitable organizations and stuff like that. You have your gym and a lot of charities. Like, how? what makes you want to put your gym in something like that and give back to the community like that? Um, it's always important since I've started, it's always been important to, to give back, um, worked with a number of different charities from Parkinson to, uh, breast cancer. We just actually recently launched, uh, for breast cancer awareness, we launched the mask to coincide with COVID, mm -hmm. um, that all the proceeds get donated to breast cancer awareness. Um, so to, uh, but we always look for creative ways to stay in touch with the community to, you know, build a community of people with that share of values for community service. And we always see that our community shows up. Awesome, and, man. Uh, that's something awesome. probably We just recently expect. saw that um, you're doing something for Thanksgiving, sort of a food drive. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, so, so we just launched the food drive a couple of days ago. Um, we're looking to kind of, you know, rally our community to, to help people in need uh, with COVID and with the world changing as rapidly as it has. There's a lot of people that are hungry or you know homeless, whatever the case may be, that need food now more than ever. That's great. Um, and if we could donate one can of food or ten tons of food, anyway, we could help. I feel that's important. And back to your gym, man. When did where did the name FC Chaos come from? That's a great question. Um, so FC is kind of a play on my me and my two partners. So one of my partners is a D1 soccer player at Rutgers. Wow. Um, so, so he's the football club of FC. Uh, my, right. my other okay. partner is a big, a big lifter, um, and he's always been to CrossFit and like fitness. Uh -huh. So that's fitness club. And my background in boxing is Fight Club, and the chaos is kind of where it all comes together. together right? Yeah. Right. So, so that's kind of where the name came from. Um, building everything together to, to, to you know. Come, really to, come together, together come, and, and come as one, yeah. have a gym that you can learn the sport of boxing, but you could also get in shape and you could also train for sports and that kind of stuff. Um, okay. But no, that's something like sort of like me. Like when I was younger, I came to the gym. It was just basically all football, all conditioning purposes. Mm -hmm. And like basically I always look at a boxing gym as something for everybody like to really be involved in. Yeah. It's definitely something like everybody should do. For sure. So in your opinion, how important is fitness and does fitness have to be just boxing or are there more ways similar, like similar to boxing that you could work out, but you don't have to actually throw punches? No, I mean, fitness is paramount. Um, you, you can't step in the ring without your wind under you. You, you know, if you're not running in the street, if you're not, you know, doing all the, the burpees, the push-ups, the mountain climbers, all that stuff, 
Um, it doesn't matter how good you can throw a single punch mm-hmm. after the second round, you're not making it. Um, so really fitness is such a crucial part. Um, and you really need to incorporate different levels of fitness, whether it's lifting, whether it's um, cardio, conditioning, marathon running, sprinting. You really need to change it up as much as possible to, to really get the most out of your body and challenge yourself both mentally and physically. Okay, so obviously, like, you're the head honcho here. Yeah. <laughs> you're a big guy. Um, how often would you say you're in the gym and, like, also work out while you're working? Because, like, obviously, everybody wants a tra- trainer that could do, like, what they could do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, as for my time in the gym, I get here anywhere from 5 a.m., 6 a.m. in the morning. And I don't leave until on an early night, 8, usually 9, 9.30. Um, Average week, I'd say about 80 hours. Um, with COVID, I'm actually finding new kind of hybrid where I'm out training people in their houses and training people in the park, uh, which is different. But overall, I'm kicking about 80, 85 hours a week wow. Um, wow. working. Um, with that being said, I always do my best to get my workouts in. Um, you know, skipping rope with the, whether it's skipping rope with the class or you know doing the workouts with the class or you know taking an hour of my, my own. It's hard when you when, when it's your gym because inevitably when you're skipping rope, you see a piece of paper on the floor that you have to pick up or yeah. you have to run around and your eyes always in business mode. Of but, course, um, yeah. But I, I do my best to, to get the workouts in as much as I can. That's all. Yeah. I even saw, speaking as, as much as I can, I saw when the COVID strike happened, obviously, you guys were, you were doing workouts in the park, right? Yeah. Socially distanced. Yeah. How, tell us a little bit about that. How was that? It was interesting it was different um so it started out as just a, a free thing to give back to my community um a lot of my members of my of the gym really stuck by me through thin you know thick and thin so i was like hey let me do some free workouts to get people you know once covid kind of cooled down a little bit and, and we were allowed to you know we were allowed to i hit the parks you know virtual workouts were fun but a lot of people missed that, that human not the same um so it was great. I, I actually met a lot of new faces, met a lot of new people, um, and really built a community out of it um, of like unlikely people that would cross paths. Yeah. I, I, I think it's funny. Uh, two, two, two members that come to mind that are like best friends is like one of my good friends now, Nick, and um, this one, Carol. So Nick's a 30 year old UPS driver, and Carol's a 75 year old. Badass, if I'm allowed to She's in cool. great shape. Um, and, like, they're almost best friends now just from working out in the park, right? So, like, you really foster these crazy communities with these different workouts and these, you know, park workouts. And it translated over to the gym. Um, you know, we've thankfully kind of leveled out our membership since COVID, which is nice. Um, and, you know, a, a lot is in part due to park workouts and, and keeping people active during the time they're needed for sure yeah. also uh, take me back to like training people like in the park like and also then like you look at it now and then you have basically your own gym mm-hmm. the, is that like sort of like a real relief for you or obviously like you just want more i'm happy to be back in the gym um i'm thankful for every client that stuck with me every client that still sticks with me um it's nice to be back in the gym um, but every now and then I do miss the parks. I'll be completely honest. It was fun to be out of my element. I actually met some people along the way that were just running in the park that day, right? Um, yeah, just a random, random guy. Who every now, yeah. 
every now and then, like, I would find, you know, different creative workouts that we might not do in the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's been, it's, it kind of brought me back to, to my roots. I, like, started in the park. Um, you know, I started with one client in the park of Pavlaka, my house, and, you know. Took off since. It, you know, little by little, it's grown. No, no. And I'm ashamed of it. It's grind. Yeah. Um, prior to the episode, obviously, me and Nick have talks of what we're going to do on the episode. So Nick presented this idea to me to come here and he said that you guys have a little bit of a history. He's known you for a while. So Nick, let's hear He's an all right guy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't he says his give gloves him, right, wall right there. Ah, yeah, those, those are my gloves. <laughs> those are my gloves on that wall. Come on, man. Recognize. Come on, uh, um, no, I feel like I brought up the reason to, bring the show here for the next weekend was because I see like the this gym, like I always see it all over social media. It's greatly promoted and that's obviously Bravo t- team, you guys, and that's amazing. And just when also I know when like the type of person you are and how you run a gym, you're the first person you see when you walk through the door and you're welcoming your Definitely a great teacher. You're gentle, and was there's really nobody, not a better trainer, really anybody could really ask for, and that helps you get through a workout as better as that. And just he's he's an alright guy as well. <laughs> Appreciate that. So I definitely um, I definitely wanted to come here, have a conversation with him. I haven't seen him for a little while. Yeah. Sally boy, you just got engaged as well, man. Yeah, congratulations, yeah. congratulations, congratulations, dude. Yeah. That's uh, that's Same really time. awesome. It's uh, it's really amazing. Um, from as like also like a young entrepreneur as like yourself, what do you like? Do you have any advice for any young entrepreneurs like trying to like, come up making their own money? And I'm still figuring it out, so I won't go too too in depth. But no. uh, you just gotta you just gotta be there, put in the work. That's kind of as you gotta put in your, you gotta your put grind. in the work, and you know sometimes it's gonna suck, and you gotta eat it. The working man's yeah. a sucker, though. No? <laughs> Come on, uh, but you know you, you do your best to to you know every day bring your all, give you know your clients, give your people, give your friends, give your family a hundred percent in every aspect of your life. Um, like I said, far from from successful just yet, um, but still every day come and give it all. Give it all. That's kind of all. No, so um, obviously a lot of people know about FC Chaos. A lot of people, a lot of people have been here. Um, try to sort of tell the people like who haven't been here. What is it like? What's a normal day like here? Like on Monday. Normal Monday, you walk in. Um, the first person you'll see is me. Hopefully, uh, I'll greet you with a, a big hello um, and tell you a little bit about our classes. Tell you a little bit about what we're gonna do. Um, I have two two rules that I always stress. Can't say can't. You gotta smile. And that'll be one of the first things I tell you when you walk in. Sal used to be yelling at me every week. Every week. Smiling. You gotta smile. All the time. If you, you're showing up to a workout, if you're showing up to, to train and you're not having a good time, you're not doing that. Plain and simple. Um, you're here to enjoy your time. Yep. It's not like you're, you're gonna go to, you know, a, a big brand gym and just walk on the treadmill and be, be upset that you're there, right? Yeah. You really wanna come in here and enjoy it. Um, with that, you, we'll get into the classes. My classes range um, from very cardio-based, where you're doing a lot of skip and roll, burpees, mountain climbers, you know, uh, steps. We do a lot of steps and sprints, that kind of stuff. Rowers and bikes. 
um, to like more boxing based where we're throwing punches, we're hitting the bag, we're hitting the pads, you know, doing the noodles a little bit, um, shuffling around the ring, that kind of stuff. Um, every day is different. The workout's always fun, you know, fun and creative. Yep. And, uh, you know, you, you leave with a great sweat, hopefully learning a couple of things along the way and uh, hopefully with a couple of friends. Probably the, the biggest thing I can stress is how many friendships are made in the gym and live for many years after. Um, Nick Polanish and I, we met in a gym, and to this day, he's still you know, yep. a great friend of mine. Yeah, we go on some pizza dates with each other sometimes. We did, yeah. We went rock climbing once. We did go rock climbing. Cool. <laughs> it was pretty cool. It was a fun time. It was a nice time. But that's got to be the best part, right? 100%. Yeah, 100%. Just building a friendship with somebody. Seeing just... people every day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I come to work every day. It's my you feel comfortable. Yeah. As a, as a trainer, a former fighter, and now a business owner. Well, it's not done yet. Uh, for, <laughs> I, I, come on. We're, all right, all right. I would say you're retired. You're retired. You're What would you say is, and as just a business owner, how, what would you say is the biggest challenge to you? Just also mixing your friendships with your business and also your fighting in general. Um, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. So, I mean... I consider, here's a great example. I'm planning a wedding now, mm -hmm. and I have to make a, a guest list. And the shorter that guest list is, the more money I save. Uh, um, oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> My brother's gonna come out of this, so <laughs> I get what you're saying. Um, and I have like 90% of my members currently on the guest list. Yeah. Because like, they're some of my closest friends. Oh, of course, um, yeah. The people I spend my days in and days out with, you know, mm -hmm. they're here, they're, they're in my life. I know about their life, you know, I know about what's going on in their kids' lives and what's going on in their parents' lives. Like, it becomes a very personal thing. Um, with that being said, I have to narrow that list down, right? Um, yeah, but well, it's well, tough. Sal, not coming around on your treadmill. But it's really hard where, where your clients become your friends and you're, you know, you have to draw that line in the sand. Mm -hmm. um, but overall, it's still a business. I love my clients very much, and I, I consider all of them friends. Um, you know, no, I can, definitely, I can definitely, I can definitely, I can definitely vouch for that. Just like the people you come across and mm -hmm. training from my like old days of training when I was like a decent, a decent trainer. <laughs> um, I, um, I definitely felt like the people I met and seen every day and had conversations with and that I trained were probably some of the best people I encountered throughout the day. They definitely brought me in a better mood. They're come in, they come in ready to work, ready to sweat, and just basically they they also make it fun in general. They, like obviously you want your job to be fun, and the clients themselves make it like fun in general. So it's always a pleasure. Always, couldn't agree more. So we know about the, the gym, obviously. Mm -hmm. We know about how you have you teach boxing. Yeah. So Nick told me you used to box amateurly a little bit. A little bit. Anything yeah, you fun. say about, about um, that those days? Nick used to beat me up on a weekly basis. From time to time. I'm just kidding. That was only towards the end when I got soft and old. When I got better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I got better, that that's happened, it. That happened too. Um, it was all fun and games when I wasn't good and everybody was beating me up. But then when I got better, it was trouble. Um, it... The, the the fighting game I miss. Um, I miss amateur fighting. It gave you a rush, gave you something to look forward to. It gave you a goal. 
Um, but you know, it it gets tough when you you have you know a full time business to run. Yeah, and you you're trying to make the most out of every minute. Um, I hope to one day get back to it. Hope for the team. You know, once I build my team to the point where I can focus on that a little more, that'd be great. But um, I learned a lot from my time fighting. Um, I learned the value of friendship. I learned the value of trust. I learned how to box. Hopefully, you know, I learned how to loot, and and that's probably mm-hmm. one of, one of the biggest takeaways from it. Yeah, no, I was I was gonna ask you like really what could like people like somebody that doesn't box or really know anything about boxing, what could they really take from everything that you learned from boxing over your knowledge and that and bring that into life to transfer it into their goals and stuff like that? You're going to win, you're going to lose, and at the end of the day, it's up to you to dictate how that happens and then dictate what you do after it happens. Um, some of my worst nights were, were when I lost amateur fights. Mm-hmm. It's brutal. You train for, for months on end about it. You, you, you know, you, you're cutting weight, you're not eating, you know, for a week or you're, you're, you're trying to figure out a way to, to make weight or, you know, beat your... No, it's, a, it's definitely it's, a struggle. It's a, it's a, it's, you're sitting there with like a ball of anxiety, yeah. honestly, for the whole last week coming yeah. up to the fight. But then you also got to sit in the room with the kid you're fighting. Mm-hmm. Also, you're sitting there doing weigh-ins with each other. And meanwhile, it's like completely uncomfortable. It's a room. And you're sitting in a line, basically, in your underwear with a bunch of yeah. other kids yeah. waiting to weigh in. It's honestly the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you, you, you learn from that. You, 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 learn, you learn how to win, you learn how to lose, and you learn how to be uncomfortable. And when you, when you lose, you learn how to carry on and, and get back in. No, yeah. obviously. And it takes a lot for somebody to like, really, like a lot of people don't get that. It really takes um, a lot for somebody mentally to even step in a boxing ring, to step through the ropes in general and to fight in front of people, in front of crowds. And basically you don't know, it's basically the fear of the unknown. You don't know if you're basically going to get embarrassed or you're just going to go in there and knock a kid out right. and be the best night of your life. Yep. But that's the best thing about fighting. And I think that's probably the best that's what we all love about fighting. That is the fear of the unknown and that really anything can happen. It's just really hope in the sport. Now, do you have any uh, any advice for any kids at home that can't leave the house, obviously, with COVID or just don't have the money to do classes like this? What would you say the most important workout you could do at home without necessarily needing certain equipment? What would you recommend a young kid to be um, doing? Run. Yeah, run. I mean, obviously not at home, but yeah, you know, go out in the neighborhood um, and run. You know, they say like you put in the miles now and it pays off later. Um, in this sport, she who, who runs the most, most consistently, and, and puts in the work, at the end of the day, usually will win the fight. Yeah. It just comes down to she or one, right? Um, yeah, herpes are also. Uh, yeah, no, I was going to say, obviously, as a trainer, like you, you find it amusing to put, like, your clients in pain, obviously. It's enjoyable <laughs> to just see them just really go through. I've, um, like, I'm going to sound like a, a sick bastard. But, like, <laughs> I enjoyed it, but, like, because, like, it's amusing to me to really see how far somebody can really go physically and mentally. What would you really say, like, what's probably the hardest thing you put, like, your clients through? like work out and just circuit wise 
or even a class in general? Yeah, I mean, all, all of my classes are designed to really push you mentally and physically. Um, you're going to want to quit. You're going to want to throw up. You know, I've had probably some people have been off for, for eight months and then coming back into the gym where they're, you know, outside throwing up at the time. Um, not, you know, and then eventually they get better. Um, but you, you really, uh, you really got to push yourself mentally through, through, through all the classes. We try, we try to get the most out of you and push mm-hmm. everyone's body to get to the fullest. Um, you know, if the, after a 1500 meter row, you're jumping down, you're doing burpees, you're doing mountain climbers, and you're running the steps, right? After a workout like that, you, you, I throw up, yeah. You know, no, I definitely throw up, <laughs> but I, yeah. Um, not to scare people, it, it, it's, you know, everyone goes at their own pace and, and they, they, they slowly grow and, and get up to that level. But, are you, why, are you the type of trainer to just start yelling, screaming at somebody uh, if they're, uh, they're stopping to do your workout? Cause no, cause I'm not gonna sit here and, uh, I seen you scream a couple times <laughs> at clients and stuff like that from my time. I, you know, it's not a mean malicious screen. It's a get on your horse type screen. But. I, I try to push people to the best they, they can go. I put I push people to their limits to, to all they can do, as much as they can do, and as hard as they can do it. How is it juggling? Sort of say like so now you're you're working out with people and you're really hard on them. How is it juggling that it's just business and it's not personal? Like do people? Some people take it personally when they get yelled at. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think the trick is to to make it make the yelling at it more of I'm on your team and I'm pushing you for success, not I'm yelling at you because you're not doing it right or because you're not going hard enough. Um, kind of like, hey, you know, Maria, make up a name, right? Hey, Maria, push harder. You can do this instead of hey, Maria, what is that? Instead That's of hey, more. Maria, move your ass. Right. But I mean, there's a there's always a barrier like to just that you're just not gonna cross. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously you're speaking to another human being. Right. You keep it respectful, right? Just as best you can. Um, just (laughs) as in like training people like in groups, what would would you like? Because a lot of people would say like it's a lot easier to train like a smaller group and just keep the attention. But, like, sometimes a lot of people like a bigger crowd, as in, like, a bigger workout, a bigger feeling, more energy into the room. Which do you really prefer? And which is, like, obviously, like, it's easier for you to probably handle two people, like, a eight-person class, a small crowd. So, yeah. So, so there's value in both, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of the, the cop-out answer I got for it. So, in a large class, you feed off that energy. Like you said, the energy's up there. People are moving. They're excited. The person next to you, you might start competing with them a little bit, whether they know it or not. You get that that energy going. You can start moving. People get dynamic and, and like really enjoy that group setting. Conversely, small one-on-one setting, you really can take the time to slow it down, mm-hmm. right? Which sometimes in a large group of twenty people, you can't. Um, where you can say, "Hey, you know, tweak this foot a little bit, turn that shoulder a little bit, twist that hip a little more." Um, and you can get a little more nitty gritty. Um, it all depends on what you're looking for, right? Mm-hmm. Or you can push them harder because it's one on one, and you don't have to worry about the the mess of the group, right? Um, so, so there's value in both. Um, I would say on a one on one lesson, you you get a little more out of the trainer, and a group you get a little bit more out of the community. Mm-hmm. So. 
how was the the impact like when you first got back here out of quarantine when you were first able to really come back into the gym how was the reaction was it a little weird when people came back were they not trying to really go around each other and so yeah so so i mean we've tried to do when we came back we tried to do everything outside um right outside the gym we pulled out most of the equipment outside um and then slowly eased our way back in right um but you know it's tough you you're, you're with COVID, you, you have to play it safe as best you can. Um, but, you know, you, you also have to make sure everyone's getting a great workout and, and enjoying their food. Yeah. Um, so, so there's a nice there's a nice balance there of keeping everyone safe and healthy and also, you know, getting a great workout and enjoying the space, enjoying the community and, you know, that little step back of normalcy that, that I think we could all use a little bit now. Sure. And also, um, with the gym, everything going, I would so far say, very good. Um, your employees, um, we got a couple of your, of your employees around right now. How, how would you say they, like, help you and, like, completely benefit you in the way, like, throughout the coronavirus and also just running the gym? I have... One of the best steps. I mean, everyone says that, I feel, but um, I truly believe it. Um, through thick and thin, always by my side. Um, you know, park workouts with me, they, they, you know, helped me out in numerous ways. Um, and then when we got back in the gym, they picked up right where we left off. Um, and they've continuously grown. Um, I think everyone's trying to navigate this post-COVID world, mm -hmm. and my staff has helped me tremendously giving me the ability to do that. Um, and they are really closer to a family than, you know, some of my family members. I think yeah. they really step up and they're here day in, day out, pushing hard, trying to, to make sure that the product is as great as it should be and uh, trying to make sure that the community is as strong as it could be. Awesome. Um, basically, like, what other like workouts like you i see you have dumbbells and everything how like how much of the dumbbells and just completely extracurricular like, workouts do you add into your like boxing classes we mix it up we, we we try our best to give you that different you know different feel so when you walk into a crossfit gym you always expect crossfit mm -hmm. when you walk in here you might not always expect boxing you might spend the day where, where the majority of the class you're on a rower and a bike, where you're mm -hmm. spending 20 minutes on a rower and a bike and you're, you know, getting a different kind of cardio work, workout. Or you might hop on the bench and, and do, you know, three sets before you, you start your, your sprints upstairs, right? Where you're getting that fluctuation of it's not just a boxing gym. It's not just, it's not like a CrossFit gym. It's not like a regular. Just, it's not, obviously, it's not specific on one thing. It's specific. It's, it's that chaos. Uh, yeah, exactly. All right, nice. That was catchy. I like that one. Touche on that. So uh, before we wrap things up, we're coming to a close here. I just had a quick question for you as far, it might be a little bit personal. Um, what's your why when you, when you think of stuff like this? I wrote a whole blog post about it. Um, so I wake up every morning ready to, you know, ready to tackle the day and bring everything I can to my clients. Um, 
with the pure understanding that shit sucks sometimes. Um, between between why you know between financial issues, family issues, um, you know, life issues. Sometimes things just suck. Yeah. Um, and if you can come in for one hour, check your problems at the door, and just get a great workout and hit something and, and you know succeed and thrive and grow for one hour and just leave everything outside. And then ultimately after that, have a great day. My work is done. That's why. Awesome. That's why I make a living. Is for every person that, that comes through my life to get value from me, to to um, get better from me, and to grow from me. And if at the end of the day that happens, I'm happy to do it. All money aside, all success, anything thrown to the to the curb. If I change one life, or if one person stops smoking, or, or gets healthy, or has their first fight, whatever the case may be, I succeed. Wow. Was, no, and you just gotta be completely grateful, really, right honestly. Yeah. Like, I'm a grateful guy, but like, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. I'd rather, like, cry in a Ferrari, but, like, it's just... <laughs> always gotta say something stupid. Always gotta say something stupid. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's all completely, like, you gotta be grateful, but, like, come Please. on. No, absolutely. Would you rather cry in the box or the Ferrari? It's your choice. So, uh, I'd rather the Ferrari, I'm talking. But, um, in closing, thank you very much thank for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Jim no, looks it great. I appreciate it. Really big fan of this. You're an all right guy. Do you have anything <laughs> to add before we uh, wrap it up? Um, no, I'm all good. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Awesome. Everybody, uh, check in FC Chaos. We'll be obviously catching us on iTunes, Spotify, basically on all other platforms. Um, thank you for this ch- tuning in this week. Uh, thank you for listening to Sal Toner, owner of FC Chaos, Charlie Quinn, and my name is Nick Blanche. Have a good day.